Welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. I'm Karen Wilson and your host for today. These small episodes focus on local businesses that excel at particular parts of customer care. Today's guest is Monica Moore with Mad Cow Running. Thank you for being with us, Monica. Thank you, Karen. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I tell you, there was so much excitement in the community when we found out what was going to be in there. And as I put kind of like in my little notes on it, you know, do you have to be just mad crazy yourself to open up a running shoe store, outfitter store in McMinnville? I mean, what did you think about that? Well, it was a risk. You know, I knew uh, going into it, it might be a risk, but it was a risk that I was willing to take. Mm -hmm. Well, being in a small town, a lot of times we don't have access, and we'll get into all of that, but it's so nice to have just access to top quality tennis shoes and, and equipment, hiking, running, all of that in McMinnville. So let's start, I guess, as I put pun intended here, cow in the room. How did you come up with your name? Well, I moved to Murfreesboro 11 years ago to finish my teaching career, mm-hmm. and I didn't know a soul, so I joined a running group, and the running group that I joined was Mad Cow Running. Oh. So when I had this idea to move back home and open up a running store, I thought that name is catchy. Uh So I kind of stuck with it, you know, have the cow. So kind of um, Mm McMinnville. So that's how I came up with the name. And I have to tell you, when I first opened, I had a lot of people coming into the store thinking we were an ice cream parlor. Oh, wow. I guess they just Uh saw the big cow out in the front. Uh But um, that's how I come up with the name. It was just catchy, and I thought it would catch people's eye on a sign, Mad Cow Running Company. So Uh I went with it. Everybody knows you don't want to be in front of a mad cow. They're very determined, and they they do run a lot faster than what we give them credit for, for sure. Um, So tell, you come from a, a... you know, big sports background. Tell our audience about the impact that sports and running have had on your life. Well, I think the the biggest thing in sports growing up, it was just the accountability. You know, it sports teaches you so much more than just sports. And with the running, when I got into running, I didn't enjoy running. Mm-hmm. You know, playing sports, running was seen as punishment. You uh-huh. know, you run sprints if you don't do well in a game. But again, when I moved to Murfreesboro um, to finish up my teaching career, I didn't know anyone. So I joined a running group, Mm -hmm. and then I was hooked. Uh So, you know, moving back home, running has brought me joy. You know, it's such an emotional, mental, stressful release. And the people that are now in my running group are some of my best friends. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So... You know, like you said, many of us that are not runners think of running as punishment. Um, but from what people say, you once you get acclimated to it and you get your breathing down and stuff, it's very therapeutic. It is. You just have to keep coming back. I'll never forget the very first mile I ran. I hated it. You know, and but thank goodness I had a gentleman in Murfreesboro that held me accountable. He said, I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. So I kept going and kept going. And, and now, you know, I, I run every single day. Mm-hmm. So if you are trying to get started in this, 
running. Let's we'll start with running. There's so many other aspects of your your business there, but um, is it kind of where you start out with just like a minute at a time, or even less if you you know thirty seconds at a time, and then walk, and then add a little more? Yes, ma'am. When people ask me how do you get started running, <clears throat> I tell them to go slow. You know, start with an interval, a minute walk, a minute run, you know, and then build on that. And then you can go to two-minute intervals, three minutes. And, you know, before long, it's just one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. You know, pace doesn't matter. Distance doesn't matter. It's just such a great feeling to be out there and be moving. Yeah. I do a little work on the treadmill, and and I tend to have to have my headphones, and I kind of do it a song at a time or even a beat at a time or something like that. If there's the chorus and it's very motivating, then I may pick up my feet and run for as long as they sing that part, you know, I'm still beginning. So right. uh, whatever, I guess, works for whoever's trying to do it. Yeah, and if they don't have a way to track their time, you know, we'll I'll say, let's run to that tree, walk to the next tree. It's Like I said, it's just so, it's such a release just mm-hmm. to be out moving. And you don't even have to run. We have walk groups at the store. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about that because, I mean, that's something, I guess, that you've, <laughs> created that anybody can participate most anybody in a walk group and then if you want to escalate to the running i guess you can but walking is from what the studies show very beneficial i have to tell you we walking has uh, been a blessing to many people that have joined our group we've had people join our group that have lost weight just by walking with the group and people that have gone off medication that was on maybe uh, blood pressure medication. So it does have that healthy benefit to it as well. Well, I know, too, you know, when you walk with other people, there's a therapeutic part of it because you get to talk. You may talk about your day. You may talk about your family and things like that. And and then that's motivation. You're bonding with people to show up the next day and do it again and again. Yes, and I always say the miles go by faster when you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Either talking or got your music one, one of the two. That's for sure. So whenever you meet up, um, how often do your groups meet? Um, We meet every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. for the run group, and we do have walkers that come to that. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday nights at 5.30, we have just a walk group Mm -hmm. where we don't do any running. We just walk three miles. So we meet. Uh, run group every Tuesday night and walk group every Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And then I guess you're encouraging them to pick up multiple nights a week, if possible, and and to keep that moving, uh, keep that going. Yes, ma'am. My my walk group, they actually meet um, at 530 some mornings and walk. Okay. Not for me, but that some (laughs) people are morning people, that is for sure. So what gave you the confidence to open up a running and outfitters company in, you know, what I make Menville Small Town USA? Well, I was a teacher for 27 years and I'd been thinking that I'd like to open up a running store in McMinnville. McMinnville has meant so much to me. And, you know, I want to see people out moving and be healthy. But I was on a five-year plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to teach for 30 years and then retire from teaching. But things just happened, and I just saw it as an opportunity to fast-forward that plan. And so I moved back home to McMinnville, and uh, things fell into place, and I opened this store. And it was... This community has meant so much to me and my family that I wanted to give back. Mm-hmm. I'd like to I love to see people 
out moving and walking and you know, I want to see our groups grow and it's just it's just so healthy to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was the confidence. You know, you, you have a dream and then you just jump jump in. <laughs> it really almost can't think too much about it. Of course, you want to have a business plan and stuff like yes, that ma'am. in place. But um, I know McMinnville has become such a more active city with uh, the, you know, better sidewalks are being put in place. We've got uh, the area at the Milner Rec Center where people can walk the beautiful greenways and things like that. Now, I noticed I was fascinated by your Facebook pages, too, because you all do have done spotlights on people that participate in your groups. And one fella is a trail runner, looks like. And that's interesting, too. We've got trails all over Tennessee. Yes, ma'am. We uh, we do have a great place at the Milner Rec Center to run and walk. You know, there's lights. It's a safe place. The Greenway is wonderful. Once a month, we try to get together and we'll go do a trail run. Uh, we'll go to Rock Island. There's a nice little loop at Rock Island you can do. It's a little over two miles. Some Saturdays, we'll drive up to Stone Door and run a loop up there. It's a 45-minute drive. Mm-hmm. I'm actually hosting a race next April at Cumberland Caverns. We're going to run the trails up there, and then we're going to run through the caves. So we are surrounded by such beautiful places to run. And there's just something about trail running. Mm -hmm. You know, you get out on the trail, and you're just so noticeable of all the nature and trees and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I've I've never done trail running, but I'm that would be my ultimate dream to be able to do that. So I guess um, I was impressed with the quality and especially the selection that you have grown into. Last time I went in, I'm on my third pair of shoes there. Um, from your store, which I love the, oh gosh, I'm terrible with brands. The brands have changed so much. It's not just Nike and and, and Brooks and things like that, although you do have that. How do you keep up with, I guess, the latest and greatest in, in shoes? Well, I go to a conference every year that comes around in November. Um, it's called the Running Event, and it's just like a conference for shoe store owners. They talk about the greatest and newest shoes coming out and other products as well. I have wonderful sales reps. You know, I I carry the brands that I've experienced it. If, you know, if I don't believe in the brand, then I'm not going to carry it. So we do have a lot of shoes and a lot of different brands, but each brand represents something different for each person. Mm-hmm. I know mine are the, you'll probably know exactly what brand I'm talking about. They have the water uh, foot. Ultra. Ultra. Yes, I love the ultras. And the Hoka. Hoka. Okay. That's a big thing right now, too. I see those. And then the on clouds are big as well. And you carry all those brands. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And the Brooks and and everything. What is your personal favorite running shoe? Uh, I run in the Hoka and Sockety's, depending Mm -hmm. on the type of run I'm doing that day. Mm Kind of just depends on whether I guess it's it's on a trail or whether it's uh, paved or. Yes, ma'am. A slow run, a speed run. But I, my dog is named Hoka, so that kind of gives you an idea. <laughs> I like the shoe. Well, they are very nice and lots of cushion. And like I said, things have really changed um, as far as athletic wear goes. And that was kind of leading into my next question. How do you um, 
describe the change from Converse or the original Nike to the running, uh, hiking, and walking shoes? What are the differences that you see now that that benefit the the athlete? A lot of it, just like the change in anything, the change in technology, that's the biggest thing. Tennis shoes or running shoes, walking shoes are so much lighter now than from when I was growing up Mm -hmm. with the the Converse, with the Converse uh-huh. All-Star Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Um, they A lot of shoes will use a P-Bax foam, which is a lot lighter. It's a lot springier, more bounce. A lot of them use carbon plates or a fork ta- uh, plate in the bottom of the shoe. It's just so much technology. It depends on the run you want to do. There's minimalist shoes and neutral shoes and max cushion shoes, stability mm-hmm. shoes. So each person that comes into the store, I just talk to them, see what's going on, what they're doing, and and then I try to fit them with the same shoe. But it's all technology. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make them more cushioned, lighter, and faster. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, you know, I didn't realize until probably a few years ago that your shoes run out a lot faster than what we think they do. You know, if you're exercising quite often, is it a year, six months? What, What do you recommend for changing it out? The rule of thumb is you ought to get about 400 miles out of a pair of shoes. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't get that many, but I'm a heel striker, so I wear mine out more. And a lot of that is just the foam on the bottom of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And then you all, um, I know, have um, inserts and things like that that you do as well for those of us that may have, you know, a particular arch issue or, or things like that. Yes, ma'am. I carry two brands of inserts. Um, one of them is Curex, and the other one is Atrix. But we have a 3D foot scanner at the store where you can come stand on it. It tells me all about your feet. Uh, you can walk across the scanner, and it tells me your gait, and that just helps me know what type of insert, if you need an insert, or what type of shoe that you need. Okay. Well, that's very good. And technology, I mean, that's awesome. Um, Another impressive factor about Mad Cow is the sense of community that you foster and encourage. Um, You encourage people to join the walking and running groups. And it looked like you've got a pretty diverse group that participates in that. Um, And that's been going on, I guess, since your inception. Yes, ma'am. I have to kind of look back and just smile. When I first started, we would have three people. Uh, at our run group, one being me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and now, you know, we'll have 25 to 30 people at the run group. And I have to brag on this community. They have just embraced the store and the run group, the walk group. We have more and more people coming, new people, people that have been a part of the run group invite their friends. So it just keeps growing. And it's it's them. You know, I just provide a place and a time and a route. And, and they show up. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're they're forming friendships and, and bonds with each other, too. I notice a lot of them seem to travel to different um, 5Ks or marathons and things like that around. And it seems like that they've been they stick with it, looks like, too. Yes, ma'am. And that that's the good thing. You know, when we first started, people really weren't open to running you know some people would say well I like to run by myself but now those same people like you said are traveling to races together they're hanging out together outside of the run group and that's what you like to see Mm -hmm. yeah lots of friendships being formed so you know your family um, you really can't think about the more family without all of the 
entrepreneurship that that you all have done in McMinnville. Tell me what the support of McMinnville has meant to your family. This community has been just wonderful. You know, um, my dad's been in business for most of his life, and you know, the, they support. They've supported him. My sister was an educator. Uh, she quit teaching and bought Depot Bottom. That's and right. I the support about that. for her has just mm-hmm. been amazing. And then, you know, they both encouraged me to follow my dream. You know, you don't know if you don't try. But McMinnville just means so much to my family, mm-hmm. and they've always supported. You know, I've had uncles. My grandfather was had a business, so I can't thank this community enough for their support. Yeah, you all have had your hand in everything from real estate to lumber to now shoes and apartment complexes and all kinds of things. Yes, so ma'am. a diverse family with lots going on. You know, you referenced all the changes in footwear and things like that. And, of course, we're a technology company. Um, what do you feel like the, the impact of technology has been on personal fitness? Just start with the equipment. The technology of equipment has just been amazing. You know, like I said, there's carbon-plated shoes. I never thought that I would see that in uh, semi-carbon-plated shoes. So the technology in the footwear it's just made you faster. It's provided you more cushion, which is better for your body. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out pounding the pavement, and that extra cushion is nice, mm-hmm. especially at my age. Um, technology in terms of watches, you know, you can track your distance, track your pace, track your heart rate, uh, just so much data depending on the watch that you get. Clothing, you know, sp- Sweat wicking, you know, take Mm -hmm. that sweat away from your foot. So moisture wicking socks. It's just, it's had a really good impact. But at the end of the day, it's just all about getting out and moving. The technology is nice, but you don't have to have it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point to make. The technology seems like is there for regardless of um, of what you're going for. You know, you can get high end stuff, which your store sells. You've got clothing, you've got the moisture wicking and all the socks and things like that, too. Um, and then, you know, if you're not quite ready for the, the high end stuff, maybe start out with something a little less expensive. Yes. And we offer that at my store as well. You know, we have the the most expensive, most technological shoes, or we just have that uh, everyday trainer if you're starting out. You know, it's all about price point. Mm-hmm. Um, technology is nice, but like I said, you don't have to have it. I grew up in the age where there was no cell phones, and, mm-hmm. and we did just fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, my my main thing with Mad Cow Running Store is my main goal is just to get people in this community more active more healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it's just such an emotional release. I like to see happy, healthy people. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a wonderful asset for McMinnville. Um, I can't tell you how many people I see coming and going from your store. It's a very um, active place as far as commerce goes. There's always someone in and out. And I see your shoes on people's feet all over the community. Well, thank you. (laughs) And as I said, I'm on my third pair, and they are so comfortable. Um, And, you know, as you said, you know, you've got everything from walking to running to hiking. Um, And I noticed the last time I was in, you had a lot of hiking gear, too. Yes, ma'am. Because we are 
in the center, or I like to call, you know, we're very close to Rock Island, uh, Fall Creek Falls, Stone Door. And I've been surprised. A lot of people just drive by coming from Nashville. They're going to Fall Creek Falls, and they see the sign, so they stop and buy hiking shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do have a lot of trail gear, hiking boots. We have waterproof hiking shoes, regular hiking shoes, running shoes, just a plethora of different types of trail shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen it toss up water bottles and things like that. Um, I know, you know, I've got a trip coming up. I'm going to lucky enough to get to go to Zion National Park for the first time. And it is so nice to have a local resource to go buy things and not have to go out of town to get the gear that you want uh, to take on trips and things. Yes, ma'am, it is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Monica, for being our guest on this special episode of the BLC Connection podcast. We invite our listeners to tune in for future episodes and share this content with other businesses. Until next time, this is your BLC Connection.